0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Discover the power within.
2: Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
0: Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden.
3: Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the truth of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call in today is 816 816- That's the number to call if you want to share your dreams with me or have any dream-related questions about... Anything at all that relates to dreams. So today is my very first show here on Unity Online Radio, and I just want to give a big shout out to Diane Ray, who's been such a champion. She's an awesome host herself and producer behind the scenes. And and I also want to give a shout out to Mr. Steve Allen, who also has been such an angel behind the scenes. So I'm just excited to be here. And I think to get started, I want to tell you first, here's what's going to happen. The first half hour of the show, we'll be talking about dreams, about your dreams. If you have questions, call in. Again, the number is 816-251-3555. And then the second half of the show, I'm going to be talking to Kyle Cease. He is the most amazing dude. He is the author of a book called, I hope I screw this up. And in fact, that's what I called the show today. Cause you know, I have to admit I'm anytime I do something new, even if I've been doing kind of, I've been doing dream work for, it seems like 500 lifetimes, but this is the first of my shows here on unity. So there's a little bit of nerves and I thought, I'm just going to say, I hope I screw this up and then I won't be like running around and running away from it. It's like the saying, flossom, It's awesome if there's a flaw. Then it's like embracing it. Anyway, Kyle and I are going to talk about his philosophy. He gets up and on stage in front of thousands of people on television, live at the Dolby Theater where they host the Academy Awards, and he has no script. And he literally says, the first thing out of his mouth is, maybe the only script he has is, I hope I screw this up. And I love that because... I think of myself as a relatively free person, um, loosey-goosey and not super rigid. But when I'm around Kyle, I realize, oh, wow, I've got some work to do. I've got... I need to create some more wiggle room to just allow the flow. And after being around him for a few minutes, I guarantee if you're feeling tight in any way, worried about screwing anything up after being around Kyle in our interview on the second half of the show, you're going to feel so good, so trusting of this amazing universe that we're in. And knowing that the truth is you can't make a mistake, even if you try, even in the worst, your worst case scenario isn't a mistake. You can't. Even that sound, that little crackly sound, that wasn't a mistake. That was perfect. But I would love to invite you to just turn within for me. I, I want to do a little prayer just to I always feel like it helps to get me centered and connected to you, Who everyone who's listening live and whoever is listening later in an archive. Let's just take a couple of big, deep breaths.
2: Ah,
3: and just release and let go with your exhale. Let go of any bit of dreaming that you have that's unpleasant. If there's any tightness or worry or hurry or scurry or flurry, let it go. Let go of the jury in your mind that is wondering whether you're guilty or not. Just know that you are innocent as you breathe in this big gulp of air breathing in your connection to the sunlight of the spirit, to your infinite goodness, to the beauty and love intelligence that governs this universe. So every breath you're bringing that in so that you can join me in being centered in this dream and knowing that all things are conspiring on behalf of your greatest good. Every single theme And every single thing in this dream called life is on your side in your nighttime dreams, your waking life dreams. Because guess what? We're all dreaming all the time, including this moment. It's a dream and everything in it is on your side. So even the scary dreams, even the uncomfortable things that happen in our dreams, they're helping us to resolve things so that we can become a more present, loving, full, integrated aspect of ourselves. And then, of course, the big, juicy, flying dreams, those wonderful, amazing dreams where you discover a diamond mind or you fall in love or you have the kiss of a lifetime or you meet Jesus or Buddha or Krishna or all of them at the same time. These dreams are propelling us forward toward our highest yet to be. So all dreams, no matter how you slice it, are on your side. My intention with this show is to transform the way the world sees dreams. I always like to say that I'm here to awaken the world to the power of dreams. I really, I think most people relate to dreams as if they were a a get-to, like a bonbon that you get to eat when... You've eaten all your broccoli and you've done all your hard work and you've got time at the end of the day. If there's anything left over after you've read all the novels sitting on your nightstand, then maybe there's time for dreams. But in reality, my perspective is that our dreams are a have to, they're essential if we really want to be. Awake, or as my friend Debbie Spector Weissman said to me the other day, if we want to be woke, hashtag woke, (laughs) I have to say that like I'm a rapper. If you want to be a woke person, if you want to be awake, if you want to be somebody who is aware that their life is precious and that they are more than just the sum total of what's on their resume or their social media or whatever is going on in their bank account, if you want to be awake to the fact that you are infinite and that you are here for a mighty purpose, and if you want to have a tool to help you be able to manifest or womanifest your greatest dreams into reality, then you would be smart to pay attention to your nighttime dreams, even if they seem utterly crazy, even if they don't make any sense at all, just by shining a little bit of light on them, by taking one baby step toward your dreams, your dreams will take 10 steps toward you. And I promise you, you'll find yourself in the realm of synchronicities in the realm of being in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing for the right reasons in this vortex of bliss. And I think that's how we're meant to live. So I want to take your calls. If you have dreams, if you have anything you'd like to share, let's talk about this. So I am going to bring on Nancy T. Nancy Telzerow. Nancy, are you there? I sure am. Oh, I'm so excited! Happy I clicked first the right show, button. Pal. Yay! Hey,
2: great. So,
3: <laughs> Nancy T is Nancy T co-hosts uh, another show with me on Facebook Live every Tuesday at noon Pacific, and it's called Dreams Unzipped with Doctor Dream and Nancy T. And I thought I would invite Nancy T to be on the show because she gets sent dreams, um, and she's going to help read some dreams and. Also, I thought that she could be like the the Van of Vanna White of dreams and pick a card out of the Dream Oracle card deck, so we can have a theme for everyone listening for today. So, Nancy, do you have a card for us? Did you shuffle them? What you got? I sure
1: did. I sure did. And I'm picking the card right now. I wanted to do that with you live.
3: Okay, drum and roll, please. Can we get a little drum roll? Right.
1: Yeah, that's what it feels.
3: And Ooh. by the way, as Nancy's picking. This is the Dream Oracle cards for the Awakening Dreamer. I did this Oracle deck a few years ago with Rasuli, who is one of the most, I would say, the most amazing painter I've ever known. He he paints images of goddesses and heaven. When I met him, I said, you must have died and had, a, had like a near-death experience because you paint the heaven that I saw in my near-death experience. And he actually hasn't but his mother did while she was pregnant with him she was struck by lightning in a swimming Mm -hmm. pool and so rasuli came out of the womb mystical anyway he's the he's the artist on the dream oracle deck okay without further ado nancy what you got i've got color color oh oh, that's so perfect that is wow oh Yay. Okay. So a lot of people ask me, what does it mean if you dream in color or if there's a particular vibrant color in the dream? And here's my typical response on that is, and then I'll tell you what I think it means for us today. I think that unless you're, you used to live in the horse and buggy days and, um, and even back in the black and white television days, there was a, there was a article done about the color that we dream. And most people dream in color. They just don't recognize it until a very vivid color shows up. But there are people that did grow up with black and white television that do sometimes literally dream in a black and white scene as if it were on television or in a movie. But it's way more common than not to have a colorful dream. But you really only realize it's colorful when this bright red flower shows up or a bright green fairy shows up on your shoulder, like Nancy shows up in my videos sometimes as a green fairy. <laughs> okay, That'll so do. let's. So I'm just going to give you, um, Nancy, first of all, have you ever dreamt in color? I remember
1: dreaming of a color once. It was more the, what you're describing, where there was just one vivid color and I was yeah. in a house and there was a purple pillow. And Ooh. I and that's my favorite color. So oh. made me very happy.
3: <laughs> I love that. Okay, so in that instance, I would say the color in the dream is acting like a highlighter pen, saying, pay attention to this symbol. It's getting your attention. So in case it was to blur into the background, it's I believe our dreaming mind is saying pay attention. So if it were my dream and I had a dream of a purple pillow, first of all, a pillow. To me, it represents comfort, something maybe to sit on so that I can rest, or something to lie my head on, so I can rest. It's about resting, chilling. And then the color purple. I know many, many people in the mind, body, spirit world think of purple as probably the most spiritual color there is, like a high vibrational color that is like the the, what is that, Saint Germain? The violet flame like this color of transmuting negativity and bringing you into a high vibration. What is purple to you, Nancy? Do you have a your own experience with purple yeah. and pillow? It,
1: <laughs> two <laughs> things. The pillow that means relaxation to me and purple is my favorite color. It makes oh. my heart sing. So, it just
3: So maybe is the dream was telling you to to Relaxing really really chillax and not just chillax. I think some people have a hard time relaxing. Not you. I haven't experienced that with
0: you. (laughs) Not me. Pretty good at it.
3: (laughs) You're very good at it. You're like, you should teach classes and chilling. And there was a book that was written by Sark, Susan Anthony, oh, Raphael. I can't remember what her, what the K stands for, the C stands for, but she wrote a book called The Art of Napping. And Mm. I think yeah, you could write that book or the sequel to it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> good. No, but it's like a serious <laughs> thing that most, most of us, I mean, I'm guilty of this. It's not easy to nap, but if it, actually, that's not entirely true. I can really do a serious cat nap, but, um, I, I think to do it guilt-free and feel so good about taking good care of yourself is, is the message that I'm getting from this. What about you? Anything else that you're deriving from this? Nancy? I,
1: really, I just thought the the, um, it's one thing to relax, but it's another thing to relax and be happy.
3: And so
1: I really loved that dream. (laughs) Because I was like, it's just, it's just take it all in while you relax. Yeah.
3: Well, I think it's one thing to relax, one thing to relax and be happy. And then it's another thing to relax and be happy in this purple pillow emanation, like the spiritual reverie. So to me, I feel like that's, that's extra, extra special. So, I'm going to ask you to hold for just a second, and then I may bring you back to see if you've got some dreams for us. But we have Debbie on the other line. So stay okay. with us, Nance, okay? Sure. Awesome. Thanks. Debbie? Debbie Specter weissman Is that you? It is. It is. Ah. Oh, Debbie Spector-Weissman's so, calling in from New York. Hi, Debbie Spector-Weissman. I can just,
1: hello. I like people with so three names. To be speaking it's like mine, Kelly
3: Sullivan Walden. How are you, honey?
1: <laughs> I am great. Um, I wanted to talk to you about a dream I had recently and see if you can give oh, yeah. me some extra insight into it.
3: Oh, uh, great.
1: Okay. Uh, again, like my dreams, they're very short. Uh, I went into a coffee shop and saw uh, three celebrities and they Mm. smiled back at me. And I took this to mean that uh, because it was a coffee shop, I thought, well, coffee, it gets me awake, gets me alert. So I should Uh pay attention to this. And they were smiling that, you know, they were sending good thoughts to me. And. Since they were part of. Of my dream, you know, I see them being a part of myself. So I was thinking, well, what do these people mean to me?
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: my question, so I was thinking, like all the good things that, that they mean to me. So I came away from this dream feeling kind of good. But I'm wondering, well, should I only be
3: focusing on the good qualities of these people? <laughs> oh, oh, good question. Okay, so that's that's your question to me, or is that the question that question. you came yeah. to on your own? And did you okay. get an answer to it? Um,
1: I haven't gotten an answer to it. I thought
3: they asked you. you okay. All right. Let's explore this. Well, first of all, I want people to know that Debbie Specter Weissman is, she's been, Um. she was a student, first of all, of Dream Life Coach Training. And she's one of the best dream workers I know. So I love her. And her website, I think, is dreamingwithdebbie.com, right?
1: Is that true? No, the, the web, that's my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Uh, the website is the Dream Coach.
3: The Dream Coach, awesome. Okay, so let's just let's just go back because I think celebrities in a dream are, it's a really important symbol. A lot of people dream about this. Um, Celebrities, everyone in the dream is an aspect of you, as you mentioned, Debbie. And a celebrity, I would say, is a celebrated part of yourself, a part of you that is bold, that is not afraid to stand in the spotlight, or it's a part of you that's getting ready to stand in the spotlight, being willing to share your message and refine it so that when the spotlight comes, you're not taken off guard, you're ready. And um, so I think it's a part of you. It's just maybe a more bold, colorful aspect of you. And like you said, in a coffee shop, to me, that's about getting percolated. It's about like something that's that's waking me up and making me excited and ready to be on as opposed to going to have some chamomile tea in a dream would be about chilling out and maybe getting into more of a Zen vibe coffee in a dream. And I always like to say one day I'm going to be sponsored by Starbucks <laughs> because I talk about them all the time. It's like the, the the symbolism is about becoming an awake version of yourself. So awake version of yourself meeting three celebrities. And let me just mention this. I always say this anytime three shows up on the scene in a dream. To me, that is a symbol unto itself that is very special. It feels to me in my experience that every time three shows up, it's about some kind of initiation. Some kind of rite of passage is happening. There's a beginning, middle and end. It's a holy trinity. It's some push. It's some shamanistic stepping out. So to me, this takes on an even extra mystical experience if it were my vibe if it were my dream it is my vibe it's just not my dream okay so the three celebrities you haven't told us who they were yet so can you tell us who they are
1: sure okay well uh there's robert redford
3: oh hello let's just have a moment for robert okay thank you and richard Richard Gear. oh my god i'm having (laughs) dream envy okay keep going
1: and I thought, you know, so so I was getting into, a, you know, what do all these people mean besides like being actors? What do they have in common? I really went more toward, you know, what were they? What are their qualities? That
3: okay, that wait, wait, like, wait. Yeah. We've got Richard Gere, we've got Robert Redford, but who's the third? Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl. Okay. And just just good old Meryl. Meryl who? And that's so interesting <laughs> that we've got. Nancy, who's on hold, who did a whole show called A to Z with Meryl and me. If there's any Meryl Streep fans out there, look up A to Z with Meryl and me on um, Facebook and you'll find um, a million scenes that Nancy reenacted herself playing the role that Meryl Streep played. Anyway, I digress. Back Back to this. So you've got Robert Redford, Richard Gere. And Meryl Streep, and they're all smiling at you. And you want to know if there's, okay, so give me first of all the first quality that comes to mind when, with each of these person. If people, if I was an alien and didn't know who Robert Redford, Richard Gere, or Meryl Streep was, give me okay, one me, good quality to um, represent each of them.
1: Okay, these are the qualities I, I ascribe to them. Uh, mm-hmm. Robert Redford is sexy, uh, Meryl Streep is very talented. And Richard Gere was spiritual.
3: So say that one more time. We've got talented, spiritual, and what was the first one? Sexy. Sexy. Okay. All right. Well, if we were going to do this dream in a nutshell, I would just say, first of all, all of these characteristics are qualities of you. Sexy, talented, and spiritual. All of those are you, and they're smiling at you. A smile in a dream is a symbol of affinity and warmth and connection, and something positive is happening here. So, my, I think the big takeaway from this before I answer your question is can you handle that? Can you accept the fact that you are? talented, sexy and spiritual and getting ready to step into more of a celebrity oriented role in your life that represents the awake, percolated aspect of you. Are you up for this
1: that? Is, this is my takeaway from the dream, and especially because it happened in a coffee shop. I said, like I said, coffee for me is, you know, being alert and awake. So it was like the dream is saying, pay attention. To these qualities, yes. and, you know, yeah. really pay attention. They're there. Pay attention to it.
3: Yeah, definitely. So pay attention. And do they have negative qualities? Yeah, everyone does. Everyone, I wouldn't say negative per se. I would say everyone's got a shadow, but these people are really emblematic of those qualities that you represent, that you expressed, um, spiritual, talented, sexy. And so to me, I, I, i would I wouldn't dig too far into this dream. I would say, just take this for the 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 kind of the poster child of these qualities that they are and be willing to let this catapult you into the celebrity aspect of yourself. So with every remembered dream, I, as you know, Debbie, I always ask what what kind of action will you take to honor this dream? So what might you do? to tell your dreaming mind that you're paying attention?
1: Oh, um, I think since I've had this dream, I've just really been feeling so much more alive and so much more positive about what I'm doing. And um, and as you know, I'm about to do a workshop on a cruise in, in right. like two weeks. So I feel it, it, it's helping me get ready for that.
3: Oh, my God, this is great. So you've got a big thing, like a big coming out party kind of a thing that's coming up soon that you could really use this. And so if if it were my dream, I would say think about this, meditate on this right before you go, right before you go out to sea, right before you lead your workshop, right before you do your thing. And and also think about Kyle Cease. I hope I screw this up, like, you know, so that you have more wiggle room, so you're not afraid of making a mistake. But then really meditate on these qualities of Meryl Streep, Richard Gere, Robert Redford, and know that they are within you. They're not external. Everyone in our dream is us. So I like this. And I always tell people, if you have a really exciting dream and other people are listening and people are getting dream envy, like me – Every shared dream belongs to the collective unconscious. So Debbie's awesome celebrities in the coffee shop dream is actually all of our dream. We can all carry this dream with us today, being winked at, smiled at by by our favorite celebrities. So Debbie, I hope you have a very successful cruise. I'm sure people can find out about it from your website, which is the dreamcoach.org. Yeah. Yeah. .net yep. dreamcoach.net. awesome thank you so much debbie and i so appreciate you calling in i hope to hear from you more and i want to hear all about oh. how your cruise went so thank you. Speak
1: to you i look forward to the rest of the
3: show sweet dreams thank you all right nancy t really quick um we are about to go to a break in just a minute but let's see is there like a a quick question or like maybe one symbol you can throw out okay Oh, you know what we didn't, what we didn't say was for regarding the color that you picked the dream oracle card, I would say for everyone who's listening, let me read, let me find this in the dream oracle card book and just say, here's the mantra. Unless Nancy, you have it in front of you and you want to read it. I'll read it. Maybe next time you do. I allow the full rainbow of my creative brilliance to paint the canvas of my life. So your message to everyone, my message to you, every single person listening, whether live or later, is to be colorful today. Pay attention to the color and let the more colorful, vibrant aspect of you out so that you're not scared, So that you can paint outside the lines. And it's so funny, the cover of Kyle Cease's book is a bunch of paint that he's poured all over himself. So we are going <laughs> to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to, I'm going to be talking to Kyle Cease. And How he's exciting. again, the author of I Hope I Screw This Up. And so if you've dreamt about being naked on a stage, you'll find out all about what that means. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden. You're listening to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio. We will be right back. See you in a sec.
2: for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, Please make your donation today by going to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support.
0: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Eric Butterworth, taken from the live lecture, A Course in Practical Metaphysics.
2: Healing is the experience in our life of coming out of the darkness into the light getting out of the confusion of human consciousness into the allness which is always present. But the allness of infinite life is present even within the illness. So God is not a healer. He doesn't look down upon you and say, Well, you're sick, but you're a good person, and I like you very much, so I'm going to take this illness away from you. God doesn't take illness away from anybody, nor does God put illness into anyone, which belies a lot of traditional religious thought, too. We talk about, well, suffered to be so, it's God's will, and I guess it's my place to accept it. The will of God must always be the ceaseless longing of the Creator to express itself in that which has created. So it's a constancy, it's a force, which is ever-seeking to press itself out into visibility as life, as wholeness, as success.
0: To find out more about Eric Butterworth, visit unity.org. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening.
2: Discover new ways to heal yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Michael Schwartz and Spiritual Naturopathy. Every Monday at 12 p.m. Central, Michael offers a holistic path to healing and guides listeners to new levels of self-awareness. Touching on topics like intuition, healing by faith, dream interpretation, and a lot more. Michael explores how to maximize our spiritual gifts and helps us discover how much healing power we really have. Call in with your questions and comments every Monday here on Unity Online Radio. Call
0: now with your question or comment, 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome
1: to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden.
3: Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where we decode your dreams to awaken your sleeping giant. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, your host here on Unity Online Radio, and today is my first show, and my God, hashtag, I hope I screw this up, and I just did because I called it a hashtag instead of a hashtag, so I did all of that on purpose because I have a guest that is the author of the book, I hope I screw this up. I am about to interview the most amazing dude, Kyle Cease, and let me just address this though from the perspective of dreams. Have you ever dreamt that you were naked on stage and there were thousands of people watching you? Have you ever dreamed that you were on a stage anywhere and you forgot what you were supposed to say? You had stage fright or that you just showed up somewhere and you had a wardrobe malfunction in real life or in your dreams so if you've had terror about expressing yourself or you consider yourself to be shy and you don't want to talk if anyone's listening this show is going to completely blow that out of the water what does it have to dreams probably everything but it's not exactly obvious at this point but I'm sure we'll connect the dots somehow so here's what I know about Kyle Cease and there's a lot to know but here's a little bit He's got two Comedy Central specials to his credit. He's a comedian, transformational speaker, a New York Times and USA Today and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, igniting sold-out audiences at his Evolving Out Loud events with his unique blend of comedy and personal evolution. He's been a guest speaker at thousands of colleges, summits, Fortune 500 conferences in addition to leading his own live events he's shared the stage with Eckhart Tolle Jim Carrey, Michael Beckwith Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra Marianne Williamson and the list goes on and on and on He earned a number one ranking on Comedy Central's Stand-Up Showdown. And he's made more than 100 different TV and movie appearances. But mostly what I'm excited about is that he is just a stand-up dude. He is hilarious, but he is a deep dude. He is a precious human being. And he wrote one of my favorite books. And J.P. Sears, the guy who is known for being ultra-spiritual, this is what he said about Kyle's book, I hope I screw this up. He said, Kyle screwed up screwing up this book because it's a phenomenal source of power for transformation. My condolences, Kyle. So here we go. Kyle, without wasting another moment of your airtime, I want to welcome you so much to Ask Dr. Dream.
4: Hi, I'm happy to be with you. I think you should do that intro wherever I go. Like- I will. I I will be here. You do it on mix, but what if I was on a date or, you know, <laughs> you gave that heads up or I'm about to even just going through a grocery store. Like I'm Ladies a and gentlemen. And you're like, well, yeah, let me tell you who you're about to ring up here. And listen, <gasps> Fortune 500 conferences. And she's just like, do you want? I don't care. And just, would be nice.
3: <laughs> that is totally how it should happen. Okay. Let's jump right to this. So, have you ever screwed anything up? And did you ever suffer the pain of screwing something up but then embrace it? How, how did this, I hope I screw this up, come about?
4: Well, one thing I think that I, I realized was I remember one day I was working with someone and they asked the question, what would happen if I fail? Mm. And I realized um, that I didn't believe failing was a thing. But their question actually was so foreign mm. to me. Um, because I, before I did this, I was a comic for 20 years and, and, and I also was an actor. So it was just normal to, for instance, go into an audition and usually not get it right. Like it was a part of your life that you go for, you know, a a ton of different movies or TV show roles. And then it was just a normal thing that you would just find out that 80% of them, you wouldn't get, hear anything back after that. 80%.
3: Hey, that's pretty good. I like It was more like wow. 90%. I didn't get ninety nine
4: Well, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so,
3: whatever. <laughs> keep calling me. And
4: then, yes, and sure. then when you, you're, you're wondering why you didn't get it, and then you see the role and it's like, you know, a 95-year-old Asian woman, like that's the <laughs> part. And you're like, oh, I, I see what happened.
3: It wasn't uh, personal.
4: Right. So, uh, but for me, I think that, in the acting world I, I it was just a given you just do the thing and and it often didn't work, but that's us being attached to a result and then we stopped doing that in life and in life we we want to make sure that we it'll go well or that we do it the right way before we do something and one thing that I realized is how do you measure right or wrong? The only way you could measure it is did I get something for this right so If I'm about to go on stage and I think, how am I going to do this the right way? I'm trying to get something from the audience. And in trying to do that, I'm stopping myself from my ultimate creativity. And Mm. if I'm going on stage thinking, I hope I get something from the audience, I'm probably going to think something like, I hope I don't screw this up, which really means I'm enslaved to the idea that it could go badly. But if I instead think, I hope I screw this up, it turns the stage or your first date or your job interview or whatever into a playground. If I'm totally fine with screwing it up, I'm free. And in that freedom, um, usually results end up being really good as a byproduct. But the challenge we have is thinking who we are as our results versus the creator that's on the stage or that's doing the arts or that's just playing. And The more I live this, the more I've gotten to get a lot of great results and realize that they don't matter. (laughs) Like, like a big lie that we live in is the lie of "when something happens, I'll be happy." Right. I mean, even people, even people hearing this right now are probably you can. Every one of us can think of when I finally get this thing, Mm -hmm. when I finally, you know, get over that circumstance or get that person or get that job or become rich, I'll be happy. And what really happens is when you get the thing, if that thing makes you happy, you're actually saying this thing completes me, which means I'm incomplete without this thing. So you're enslaved to that, right? And most of us can think when something happens I'll be happy, but my shift was not that. It's when I'm happy things will happen. And by happy Mm. I mean okay with every part of myself. So my freedom is in Being okay with all my emotions, my sadness, my fear, my excitement, all the things I'm feeling in this moment. And when I do that, I become okay with me. And by doing that, I make myself safe Mm. for really amazing things to happen because they aren't the source of my happiness. And I am the source of my happiness.
3: Oh, Kyle, that is so beautiful. I once had a therapist that kept telling me, Kelly, you have to get a hold of yourself. And she meant it literally like she'd put her arms out like she was holding a beach ball. And she was like, you've got to hold all of yourself instead of feeling something uncomfortable and putting it off somewhere, or trying to give it away to somebody else. Or you fix this, you handle this. Ouch, I'm in pain, it's your fault. Like hold on to yeah. myself. So I feel like you're doing this, but you are doing this In an incredibly public way, like I know recently, you booked the Dolby Theater. And for people who aren't in Los Angeles, California, this is where they do the Academy Awards. This is a big venue. (laughs) Thousands, (laughs) thousands upon thousands of people. And when you do your live shows, not only are they sold out and packed, but you go on without a script. You stand on the stage and say, so. (laughs) what am I going to do? So what's that like walking out without a plan and having thousands of people that paid really good money, staring up at you and wanting a result? What's, how do you deal with that?
4: Well, it's really weird. I almost, I almost feel like a fraud because it's way easier to do things off the cuff. I feel than planning it. Like, I agree. You know, people, people say, um, I don't know how you could just go up there, even like I, I go up and I speak for two days and literally everything flows through. I mean, it definitely organizes itself and becomes the most insane event ever. And it's so fun and funny and crazy. It's really a bizarrely magical event. And, and by the way, people can see one of my events if they are on my website and see one we have yeah. it's called the Limitation Game Interactive, which is an unfolding event, right?
3: And, and, and uh, your website is kyleseese.com. Kyle, K-Y-L-E-C-E-A-S-E, which I hope you never do. I hope you never cease. Um, dot com. On that. Yeah. <laughs> and
4: then the other, the other name for it is evolvingoutloud.com. That they yes. both go to the same place. Perfect. And yeah, so we have an online video series that's a 14-hour video series that's $20. Like I felt like making a $10,000 product and selling it for
2: $20. Mm. And...
4: Um, it's crazy because so many people have gotten it and that excites me because that I means so many people have left out of bad situations and meditated and everything else and it's doing crazy well and people are changing from it but we did this event at the Dolby Theater. <clears throat> I rented the Dolby Theater which was a huge leap. It was a six-figure purchase and it was a wow you know, a, a big deal and just in the energy of renting it I I felt the confidence in me. Like I suddenly went from someone who would one day fantasize about renting the Dolby to becoming energetically someone who's going to be doing the Dolby. Like by renting it, I suddenly Mm -hmm. felt a a change in my body where it's normal for me to do a theater that size. And when I, when I walked on stage, it was pretty crazy. (laughs) It was, you know, four balconies of people and, and enormous crowd. And, and I just started out by saying everything I'm feeling. And we live in a world where we don't say what we're feeling. Instead, we say what people want to hear. And mm. immediately we, we do that because we're trying to get something from them. And we don't realize the power in saying you're feeling. So if you are nervous and you just tell the people in the audience you're nervous, um, then they can connect to you, right? People right. connect to their own body and know what that feels like. So I just started that event and started talking about my feelings and that opened up this vortex of freedom and power in my body. It was amazing. And all of a sudden this event unfolded and people started being vulnerable with their feelings and releasing and crying and it was laughter. And we got to this real place of what we are. You know, most people, it's very common to want to get to the source of your problem. Like Mm. people go, why do I always do this? You know, and Mm -hmm. oh my god, that's why. But we never want to get to the source of what we are. And if you instead of going to the source of your problem when you feel a problem, go to the source of you. What you know?
3: That is capable. Wait, say that one more time. That's that's major.
4: Like what people usually do and what a common practice is is to go to the source of your problem. So let's say you're feeling guilty or you're broke and you always end up going, why do I always do this? Well, there's no answer to that that'll feel good. That
1: keeps you
4: helpless right and your mind is wanting to feel certainty so it's trying to find why do i do this which would be like at the bottom being at the bottom of the ocean and instead of just swimming to the top you're like why am i always down here oh my dad used to come down here maybe that's why. like what if it's- i and love it's- you we go to the source of what we are which is a swimmer and swim to the top like what <laughs> oh that's so is- good like, i love are you under this? And if you really ask your soul and your heart, what am I? It doesn't even care about your problem. It doesn't, the thing beating your heart, there's some energy that's beating our heart and it doesn't care about what someone thinks about you or what you did wrong or what, how much money you don't have or do have, or it's just here and it loves you. It doesn't believe in guilt. It just is forgiveness. It's just the source that is here. And, you know, there's a a world we're dying to live in that's so Ah. stressful. And it's this collective consciousness of average thinking that is not happy. And we go on to Twitter and the news and think of ourselves through those eyes of basically a lack of knowing. And there's a knowing that's beating your heart that just is fine and loves you. And that's what unfolds at the event. That's what mm. starts to, to happen. And it's beautiful. You know, whenever you really do the work and connect to your art, you end up creating this beautiful space of possibility. And um, that's what day two of the event is. It just unfolds from there. Like now that everything's perfect and now that we're enough, Mm -hmm. What truth is trying to arise?
3: What do you want to do? I know one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with dreams is I feel like, well, I guess everything in life is pointing to we're truly magnificent. Wake up and stop playing small. I feel like our dreams are one of those ways, like even having a dream where you're scared, you're on stage and there's a monster chasing you or you're naked. Ultimately, it equals you're powerful and you haven't realized it yet. You're, you're the monster. You're, you're, you're. It's okay to be naked. Actually, that's one of the main themes. It's like a naked in a dream means exposed, and if you really exposed yourself, you would be gorgeous. And anyway, one of the things that I, I did a little cyber stalking about on you, and I was on Facebook and I saw something that really touched my heart. I know that you've, you recently, you have a new baby and. Yeah about a little over a year ago your beloved mother made her transition and my question for you and I and for people who want to really get to know the heart of Kyle Seese he's not just this amazing successful comedian spiritual teacher a uh, best selling author but he has such a deep 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 heart and soul you should read this tribute that he wrote to his mother i have never read anything like that and i gush on and on about my mom but you make me want to raise my game truly Mm. but my question for you is some people when when they're faced with the death or the the loss of a loved one they can sometimes go internal and fall apart and but it seems like you have you have expanded in some way so how how do you take um, a major loss like that and have such a big year that follows so what's the how do you do that because well, I want everybody who's listening to have an experience like that
4: that's so I'm reflecting on what you just said about me because it's, I hadn't seen myself that way so thank you for for saying that um, mm. what, one of the things that comes through in these evolving out loud events and is that they there' are the response to the way that I'm living the only the only way that i know any of this stuff is from hearing the teachings that come through and then forcing myself to kind of live in them and Mm. learning why they came through and what they are. One of the things that I've been saying for the last probably five years or so, four or five years, was a response to what someone said in the audience about a breakup. And I said, what if nobody has ever broken your heart, but Mm. they broke your expectations? And what if Oh, that's another
3: moment. They don't break your heart. They break your expectations. That was good. Keep going.
4: Yeah. And what if by breaking your expectations, they helped you get closer to your heart? (sighs) I mean, we, you know, we have only each day that we have. And in those days, you could have a moment in a relationship with someone. And have an amazing day. And our ego kicks in and goes, well, I want this forever. And so I'm going to expect this person to be mine in the future. They better never leave me. They better, you know, whatever. And we often forget to enjoy moment to moment and be thankful for the moment. And then we create this you owe me kind of mentality and uh. expectation and um, mm. bury ourselves in forgetting to even appreciate the moment and often just cloud it with a naive.
3: Oh, oh! I think we just had a little bleep there. Are you still there, Kyle?
4: I'm I'm here. Can you hear me?
3: Oh, now you're back.
4: Oh, oh, weird. I don't know what happened, but um... it's
3: the angels coming through. It's what happens. <laughs> I'm convinced. Is your mom saying, "Yo, I'm here. I love you."
4: That's such a sur- surreal way for her to do it. But um... <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt the call. Thanks, mom.
3: She's and... like, "Who's more important, this Kelly chick
4: yeah, exactly. or me?" <laughs> Um, uh, So what I was kind of getting at was that I really believe we're here to appreciate each moment, and often we get tied up expecting from each other and, and not appreciating it. And often we could fall in love with someone and feel really good and go, it's so good. Now you owe me. And then later you'll be like, can you believe this? This person left me after, after 20 years. And you're like, yeah, you got 20 years with them. Like what, what are we doing thinking that everyone owes us more? And so when they go, they broke my heart. No, no, no. They broke your expectations. You were caught Mm -hmm. in your expectations
2: Mm -hmm. and your
4: expectations are that they owe you more. And by breaking your expectations, they got you out of your head a little bit. You fell apart and found your heart. And I believe that people don't break your heart. They break your expectations. And by doing that, they get you closer to, to your heart. And I had to live that with my mother because for, mm. even was a very successful comedian and had different appearances on late night shows and got to do so many different things, no matter what, my mom would say, well, when am I gonna be a grandma? Like that was kind oh, of the oh. thing that she cared about. And so oh. she'd say, when am I gonna be a grandma? You know. And then finally, um, mm. the minute Trump was elected, we found out we were pregnant. And- Wow, uh, that's interesting yeah that was a weird moment like they said all right and donald trump wins and christy said i wonder if that's like they're doing that for ratings and they'll switch to hillary and then she took a pregnancy test that said positive and i said i bet it's doing that for ratings and it's going to switch to negative in a minute i assume that her pregnancy test is doing that for um and so we find out we're pregnant we're so excited you know we tell my mom she can't believe it because she's also in shock trump's about to be president and i said You know, like, and we're pregnant. Like, it was the craziest 10 minutes of all of our lives. (laughs) And then, um, and so for months, you know, Christy's pregnant, mom's all excited. And um, out of nowhere, you know, six weeks before our baby's born, my mom died.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And
4: um, she died, uh, just kind of got, started getting confused, got some kind of delirium. And died of a very, very rare illness called Catafil. And she died on May 31st of last year. And then six weeks later, her daughter was born. And I had to live what I know to be true, which is no one bro- broke my heart. They broke my expectations. And
2: mm-hmm. I
4: had an expectation that I was going to get to enjoy my daughter with my mother. And I really reflected on it and I have a rule that if something is out of my hands and I can't control it that my job is to release it right so there's nothing I can do about her dying so I just surrendered and cried and cried and cried for days and made a video on YouTube you can actually see me the day after she dies oh, on a Lord. video on YouTube called mourning my mom it's just me oh. crying and talking about her into a camera for 10 minutes oh. and um, yeah it's crazy and um So I then had a revelation after I cried a while. And one of the things was not only did my mom die, but the part that wanted my mom's approval died. A part of me that was still a kid that wanted my mom to see me that also came out. And I mean, it still exists and lingers, but I really feel like a huge percentage of it came out with my mom. And then I started thinking about how, I might have enjoyed my daughter through my mom. In other words, like
3: kinda Mm. like when you watch a
4: movie seen before millions of times and you're showing someone else the movie. I wonder if I was about to enjoy my daughter through my mom and would have made that daughter more about me and my Mm. mom being proud of me than being a direct father for my daughter. So after I cried out my mom for six weeks, I was pretty present and in my heart more than I had ever experienced, and that started the process of me being what I believe was a direct here father for my daughter Vivian, oh, which wow. was so much bigger than had I been like, look, mom, now Vivian's doing this, look, mom, and, and getting my mom's proudness of me and, and Vivian, and me experiencing showing my mom versus becoming a man. And this is such an
3: important of... thing. Uh, keep yeah. going.
4: And yeah. So my or... um, change was that my mom didn't break my heart. She broke my expectations, and I, I released quite a bit of the child in me that wanted my mom to be proud of me. And I've mm. been definitely conditioning it. And there's a lot more. But
0: um, mm. I've
4: spent the last year teaching myself to grow up and make myself um, number the ultimate number one, to bring an ultimate me into my family versus Mm. trying to get Christy, my fiance's approval. And then eventually probably even my daughter's approval about me and, and, and growing up being a dad and a man and, and finding my power. And now I'm in a much more exciting place in my life also with my career. Where my career was amazing before and it was this thing where I was doing it. There was also a part of me that got a lot of approval from the audience. And right now I feel like changing the world because my daughter's in it. Mm. Like I just feel so called to work and change the world and raise the vibration of the planet so that movie really is safer.
3: You are so doing that, Kyle Cease. This is, it's this has been such a gift to get to talk to you, and thank you so much for revealing your vulnerability and your humor and, and some incredible tips. I think um, hearing you talk about um, it's not about people breaking our heart; it's about them breaking our expectations. That's huge, and you said so many gems. Today I'm just I feel like it's a dream getting to connect with you. I feel when I'm around you I feel like I have permission to to be more bold, to be more true and I and I know that everybody feels that way around you. So I hope that people listen to the show many times and get more and more emboldened to see if they can screw something up. And the more mistakes, the merrier. If you don't make a mistake, you're not swinging out there. You're not trying hard enough. So Kyle Cease, the best mm-hmm. website is evolvingoutloud.com and kylecease.com. And on Facebook, Kyle Cease page. And I know you've got all kinds of amazing events that are coming up. Um, and the best place to go is evolvingoutloud.com. Yes? Is that true?
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you can get an entire event. Um, a digital download of an entire event called the oh, Location Game. Interactive. That's
3: incredible. That's twenty dollars. In... And that's amazing. What That's so generous. So you really, you really are doing God's work. And I know that your mom, I know for a fact she is so, I mean, you know, nobody needs to tell you that she's proud of you. She absolutely is. So thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Thank you everybody for listening to Ask Dr. Dream. Thank you, Kyle Cease. We'll join you next week and my guest will be Lynn V. Andrews. So until we meet again, may your dreams be sweet and don't take your dreams lying down sweet dreams.
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at SandraTaylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.